Hey there, mama friend. Welcome back to another episode of Generation on a Mission, a brand new episode coming at ya. This episode was one that wasn't planned, but one that I thought was needed after I saw something that just did not sit well with me at all. And I thought it was really important that we have this frank conversation about it moving forward so we can change our ways, so to speak. So today we're going to talk about the importance of positive talk to and around your kids. Kids are resilient, yes. And you may think that they don't hear what you're saying because you have to tell them to pick up their clothes 12 times and they still don't do it. But I'm here to remind you that they are constantly, constantly picking up what you say. So as a parent, it's up to you on whether or not you want to fill their minds with positive talk or negative talk. And there's so much to be said about this because kids still need discipline. Yes. And that typically has a negative connotation to it. But I'm not talking about that kind of negative talk or negative action because when done correctly, discipline is meant to help positively shape our kids as opposed to the negative talk I'm talking about that I'll explain later, which just deflates any positive quote unquote change your child has in his emotional piggy bank. I'm also not talking about the positive self-talk or the positive talk that implies that we're trying to be our child's friend. That's not our calling as parents. We're here, however, to validate our kids' emotions, efforts, and behaviors, etc., and fill them with hope that they have a purpose here on earth and that they are here for a reason and remind them how much they are loved by you as their parents and by God. So how do we exactly accomplish that as their parents? How do we find that line between being negative slash disciplining slash being too positive? Well, that's what we will uncover in today's episode. Let's get pumped up for today's show. Hey there, mama. If you want to raise empowered kids who actually listen while parenting biblically, you're in the right place. Not only does this podcast help you strengthen their spiritual gifts and walk in purpose at a young age, but it also teaches you how to parent with intention. Welcome to the Generation on a Mission podcast, where we focus on fostering our children's leadership skills so they can become world changers. Hi, I'm Michelle Shaw, former classroom educator turned parent educator, blogger, and podcaster, all while changing dirty diapers, drinking lukewarm coffee, and leaning on Jesus. Grab your headphones, whip out the tata, and start feeding your baby. We've got some learning to do. So as I said, the other day I saw something that didn't sit well with me, and this is what I saw. I was at the store and I overheard a mom telling her son, I just need to get rid of you for a weekend. You have been driving me crazy all week and I cannot stand you anymore. Yes, those words came out of her mouth. And yes, that one hurt my heart hearing it. But before I dive in and dissect why this type of talk is obviously not okay to say around your child or to your child, I want to interject and say, yes, I have been at my breaking point before, and yes, that's where this parent was at. No, my kids are not perfect, and I am human, and I do lose my patience just like you. Heck, I even yell, which is so shocking, I know, but it happens to the best of us. We all have circumstances and situations around us that we allow to influence our control, but we have to take 
those thoughts captive and learn to control our tongues if we want to have a healthy relationship with our kids. Because surprise, those negative conversations happen and those negative moments happen. You do slip up. You're a human being. So we have to figure out how we can keep our relationship outside of those negative moments as positive as they can be. So again, I know that's so much easier said than done. And I know this because, hello, I am a living example of someone who is constantly struggling to take my thoughts captive and surrender them over to God. God and I are tight when it comes to that. (laughs) We have to do those And even in those moments of being at my wit's end, when I want to tell my kid that he's too much for me to handle right now, I have to, have to, have to control my mouth and redirect my thoughts to take over the situation again. And it's in times like these when we just feel like we can't take it anymore. And we have to think about the different types of tools we have in our back pockets to get ourselves and our kids out of these situations before we do something to hurt our relationship with our kids. So in my experience as a mom and just being around other moms, I've seen that oftentimes we tend to turn to a fight or flight mentality when we're faced with adversity from our kids, but why? They are kids. However, it's an I'm either going to avoid the confrontation if my child is screaming and just give in to what they want because my child's behavior is out of control, or I can try to pawn it off on someone else because that's the easy way out in some cases, or I'm going to scream at my child and tell him how he is just so frustrating and how I can't stand his behavior anymore and he just needs to stop it, stop it, stop it. Well, I've unfortunately got some news. Those methods don't work. And I'll tell you that when you get in the habit of pawning it off on somebody else when your child is out of control or giving in to your child or yelling at your child, those are tough habits to break, but they are not particularly effective. I will say though that there is a difference between the flight method where you just get rid of the situation altogether and avoid the confrontation and let the situation escalate or give in to your kid and give him what he wants, and simply ignoring an undesired behavior because he's just doing it for attention. So ignoring and the flight method are different. But how do you know when to ignore a behavior and when to address a behavior? Well, my general rule of thumb is if my toddler and everyone around him is staying safe and he is not being disrespectful or hurting anyone or anything, then I ignore it until he de-escalates and we can revisit the situation later. But if he's doing something that warrants immediate correction, like throwing, hitting, or speaking disrespectfully to anyone around him, then I address it right then and there. But that's more on a later episode. But now let's dive into the fight method, which is the reason why we are all here. This is where you either yell at or speak negatively toward your child or use some sort of corporal punishment. Both can leave a lasting impact on your kid negatively, But the good news is that there is still hope in restoring your relationship when this happens. Yes, that's true. It's not ruined, especially if you take the time to speak positively 
around your child and to your child on a daily basis. And mama, I know it's frustrating when you feel like you're out of hope and you're optionless when it comes to helping your child through their most trying moments. Like when he is sitting on the toilet refusing to pee, no matter how hard you try to get him to do it. Or when he's constantly in one of those days where he's just screaming, no, 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 because every time he sneezes, snot runs out of his nose and he needs a tissue, but he doesn't know how to ask for it. So he just screams no and gets frustrated and he's on edge at every little thing. You want to help your child through those most trying moments, but you're not sure how. And so you end up telling him that you wish he wasn't here or that you just want to get rid of him or telling him to shut up or stop talking because he's being so annoying. That does so much harm to his self-confidence and self-esteem, even though you want to release that negativity and you want, you need that outlet, but you can't say those things around your kid. That's just not okay. And even though kids are resilient, the more they hear that kind of talk, the more they are going to believe it and the more it knocks them down. Each time they get knocked down, they're going to have an even harder time getting back up again. Your kids will start to think about how worthless they actually are because every time they make a mistake, you just knock on their efforts and abilities. Not to mention this type of talk also creates a lack of respect. It's not only a kick to their self-confidence, but it hurts your relationship because all your kid wants from you is validation and your love. And in times like these, he just gets the opposite. And if there's no positive talk around him any other time, he's never getting any sort of verbal reminders that he is loved and that he is validated as your child. But I'm telling you, kids who are missing that validation validation from their parents will turn to something or someone else for that validation and that might not end up being an influence that you want your kid to be around down the road or be involved with later on down the road. They will search for that validation and if it's not from you it's going to come from somewhere else and that's not a battle you want to experience later on down the road. Not to mention kids don't listen to people they don't respect. So the more you talk down to to them or remind them how they were not meant to be here with you or that you don't want them around, the more they're going to think that you don't respect them. And the more they think it will be funny when you ask them to do something that they don't want to do. And then they will proceed to laugh when you get mad about the fact that they don't want to listen. I have seen that many times before. But the bottom line here is that we shouldn't subject our kids to this type of talk no matter how frustrated we get as parents. We have to be the parent and exercise control in these situations because it will, believe it or not, leave a lasting impact on our kids and it will have a lasting effect on our kids if we don't take the time to build in that positive talk to our kids and around our kids. So anyway, there's the negative. So let's dive into how we can talk positively around our kids. See, there is hope after all. You just can't give up. Anyway, I actually came across this Bible verse in my daily devotional today. It was Philippians 1 verse 6. Be confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus, which is essentially telling us that even though we mess up, we're doing God's handiwork as parents, and as long as we continue to try and be better for our kids every day, 
He's going to help make sure that we are raising our babies in the best ways that we can as mamas and our kids are going to turn out okay. He's promised that to us. God blessed you with your babies for a reason, mama. So he's going to get you through the times that are tough. Just don't give up every time you think you're failing as a mom. You can't just call it quits because it gets too hard. That's not how this works. And now you're like, okay, Michelle, but how do I accomplish the positive talk so that when I reprimand them or accidentally let something slip and slide out of my mouth, that they don't think that they're making a mistake after mistake after mistake and that they won't thrive at anything they do? Well, I'll share what I do. So here's how I use daily positive talk with and around my toddler. The very, very first thing I try to say every morning when he wakes up is that I'm glad he's awake today and that I love him so much. I want him to be greeted with positivity because we just don't know what the day will bring. And if it happens to bring trying moments, which as a toddler, there are many of trying moments throughout the day that I just wanna make sure that there was at least one positive one before the negative tidbits happened throughout the day. And heck, there are some moments when I just randomly tell him that I'm just glad he's in my life because I want him to know that as often as I can let him know that throughout the day so that he knows despite those negative moments that I still love him so, so much. Then as we are getting ready for our day, we go over our positive affirmations. He repeats after me. And we say, I am a child of God. God created me with kind hands and a kind heart. God gave me special gifts that no one else has. And I am going to use my special gifts to make the world a better place. I am wonderfully made by God. God loves me. My mommy and daddy love me. And I will do great things today. So there's the gist of that. And I do that to start the day with the understanding that no matter what happens, we love him as his parents. The brother's up in the air sometimes, you know, (laughs) I'm kidding. But he is still a loved child of God and God did not make him by mistake. And I also have him say this because it helps him to know that God designed him on purpose with kindness in his heart. So when he makes an unkind choice, He knows that he's not a bad kid. He's just not using the kind hands that God gave him at that present moment. His heart and hands are still kind. He's just not applying that. And we just have to keep finding ways to show that to others during those trying days when he's having a difficulty showing his kind hands and heart. We have to keep trying to look for ways where he can show that so that way he knows he's not a bad kid. He's just making bad choices at that present moment. I also make it a point to let him know when I see him making kind choices or using the kind hands and heart that God gave him. I try to do this as often as I can so that he is able to recognize when he's putting his gifts to work and so that he sees that he is capable of making the world a better place. This helps him to see that he's got a bigger purpose in the world and he isn't just defined by the mistakes he makes on a daily basis. We also make it a point every day at dinner to share out what we are thankful for. And I always, always make sure my list includes my boys because there are times when I slip up throughout the day and I leave a negative impression on my boys. But it's in those times when I want them to remember that even though I had a slip up and said something that I may have regretted, I am still so thankful to have them in my life. And if there's a moment where I do happen to get frustrated and I can sense something negative is about 
allowed to come out of my mouth, I try to leave the room and use a tool for myself that I talked about in episode two. In these instances, when I'm frustrated to the point of no return, I will tell my toddler, I'm getting a little frustrated and I just need to take a break right now. What I really want to say is, why don't you listen? You are being so incredibly frustrating right now. But I can't say that, can I? But I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that our kids' behaviors are frustrating and that we need to take a break so that we can respond in the right way as well. We have that right as parents to express our emotions and our feelings as long as it's appropriate and let our kids know that they are making choices that are negatively impacting us or those around them. But we need to iterate the message that we still love them before and after the fact and as often as we can. But then again, sometimes it's a really rough day. And despite my best efforts to use all the strategies, I still find myself losing my patience and I do yell. And sometimes I say things out of haste. I don't know about you, but I can tell you I'm a work in progress. However, it's the aftermath that defines how my child is left feeling about the situation. And that's the most crucial part of any negative exchange between you and your child, the restoration process. If I may offer a word of advice, please, please don't leave any negative exchange without offering some sort of affirmation that your child is still loved and valued. When you end things on a positive note, This sends the message that you still believe in what they are capable of accomplishing as a human and that you still love them despite their mistakes and that their mistakes don't define their character. You see, the beautiful part about parenting is that every moment is a moment to start fresh. If you do happen to speak out of haste to your child, don't be afraid to apologize first and foremost, as I mentioned in episode three, but also offer some sort of validation to your child that even though there was a negative exchange and you had to enforce discipline or you happened to slip up and say something that you didn't mean to say, that you still love him and that you're so glad to have him in your life. And being a former teacher, I know that conversation isn't always easy when they're being repeat offenders, but it's our job as parents to leave them with a message of hope and confidence that they know they're still loved and that they are just trying to figure out life, which looks messy sometimes. But just know it's so crucial to keep your family thriving and to keep those healthy relationships with your family. And I'm actually going to dive a little bit deeper in another episode and talk about how to restore your relationship specifically after you have a discipline moment in your life, how to build that back up again. That'll be in part dose of the positive talk topic. This episode was just focused on how to fill them and their minds and their hearts with positive talk on a daily basis around those negative moments. So we'll dive into the aftermath in a later episode. But now I want to challenge you today to reflect on the number of positive, kind statements you say to your kids on a daily basis. 
Do you say it enough to make them feel noticed and valued? Do they know how important they are to you and how much you love them just because they're in your life? I want you to make it a point to tell them something beyond, I love you. Tell them how grateful you are that they're in your life or randomly share with them what you think is special about them and pay attention to how their faces just beam with joy that you're taking the time to notice them. Your kids will love you so much more for it. And I'm telling Telling you. There have been times at dinner when I tell my son, you are just so funny and you are so caring and he just smiles because he knows that there is a bigger purpose for him beyond the mistakes that he makes and beyond those moments when he doesn't know how to handle his little self because he's only almost three years old. And it's those moments where he knows I am important. I am loved. And those are the most crucial parts of his day. But anyway, that's all I have for this episode. If you loved anything about this episode or you learned something new, I'd love it if you'd hop over onto iTunes and leave me a written review. Take a screenshot of your review, tag me at Michelle Schaff on Instagram in your stories, and I will tag you in my stories, and we will share the mama love together. That's all from me. I will see you next time. Real quick before you go, if today's episode made you laugh, learn, or love your littles a little more, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a written review for the Generation on a Mission podcast. If you're needing simple ideas to boost learning for your kiddo, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Michelle Shaw, S-C-H-A-U-F, or join our Facebook page at Generation on a Mission. See you next time.